Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. This is Max Rushton. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we brought you in association with our good friends at Paddy Power today. And um, we chatted uh, to Damien Delaney. We did. Um, yesterday his name came up in dispatches, if you were listening. You may remember he's got an interest in uh, dinner parties. Uh, and uh, he went through and he explained his fairly eclectic lineup of guests. We had a, a birthday spread. We did. We? That was very exciting. Uh, but it was slightly different because it was an exhibition with yeah, Paddy Power. I'm not Powell. sure about it. And Christian O'Connell joined us, top broadcaster, comedian, now living in Australia. He's written a book about his experiences of making that great leap in his life. Fascinating stuff. Loves his football as well. He told us how he's going to be enjoying the Euros over in Melbourne. Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Max. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. So, uh, Luke Shaw on the left of a three. Well, I he has read done that today. for Manchester United. And when I saw that this morning, I thought, well, he's, you know, he's done it a lot, but he has done that for Manchester United. I mean, Luke United. Shaw on the left of a three, Kyle Walker on the right of a three. That's quite attacking, isn't it? <laughs> wing backs. We're saying wing, double wing backs. Oh, we? we've gone total football. I mean, the point is, we the, the 11 that start on Sunday, you know, it's not an established 11. You know, mm. it, it, it will be new. There will be people who haven't played together. And that's obviously quite an issue at centre-back. When yeah. you sort of think, you know, the Belgians, Alderville and Vertonghen have, you know, played in a three for about 250 years, haven't yeah. they? But, you know, could be exciting. But playing a three is very interesting because when the team sheet drops at one o'clock, and we'll get some rumours before, I guess, there will be, if you're playing three four three or three five two. I think can only really fit in one of, you know, a lot of those attackers that yeah, we yeah, want yeah. won't get in, and there'll be a lot of people going. I can't believe Grealish won't get in. I, you know, starting a sense that Grealish going to come off the bench. I, I think so. just getting a bit of a vibe about. I see what Faye thinks. She would have watched them train this morning. Harry Maguire was out there, so we'll see if he was gingerly just uh, running around the outside with a physio, or whether he was doing a bit of ball work or what. So we'll have a chat with her, and she's going to have catch up with Jaden Sancho. Uh, a little bit later on. I mean, you know, you shouldn't... You can bring five subs on, of course. We shouldn't forget the the bench is going to have a huge say in this tournament. Yeah. And that's really key, actually, is to not panic when you see the team sheet. If Grealish isn't in it, or yeah. if Foden isn't, or if Sterling isn't, They'll to all say, have look, a part to play. You could do, you know, like the, the Barnsley manager who makes these three changes at half-time. You know, yeah. that will have a big impact on this competition, as will COVID as well. You look at Spain... Interesting, we played like Barnsley. <laughs> I hope so. Cuffing it, it, it into the channels. <laughs> put sand, in the, sand in the corners. That will be good. Knock it 
long. Harry yeah, Kane's just there. Well, hold it play up. Play to our strengths, we said. Let's play a bit of old school. Frank Skinner's got this theory that uh, the worst thing that ever happened to English football was the 1970 World Cup because we looked at Brazil and we thought, that's the way we've got to play. We forgot our, we forgot the old up-and-at-them English style of football at that point and felt like we had to, we had to kind of go toe-to-toe with the fancy Dan's. We forgot though. what made us... Uh, English in terms of football. But the narrative of 66 isn't, you know, it was basically Dave Bassett oh, no. style long ball, oh, no. is it? No, they played some nice... Have you watched that game back? Have I have, yeah, I have, yeah. It's uh, it, it's an education. The pace of it is the thing I always take away. Uh, can, what, you think you could have done a job? No, no, well, <laughs> yes, more on that later. Um, so, uh, coming up this afternoon, we would love to hear from you on the subject of Declan Rice has said they've never had a beer. If they win the Euros, he might have one. He says, I'll probably spit it out. Because he's yeah, you know, if you look at his story of sacrifice, he admits not going to parties at 16. I wanted to be a pro. I took it seriously. Didn't go out with my mates. Looked after myself. Got early nights. And one of the things he missed out on was getting a taste for beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's quite rare a bloke in his early 20s who's never had a pint, really, isn't it? Yeah. So I think Matt Letizia has never <clears> had a pint either. <throat> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a classic tech subject, but something you have never done. Obviously, mm. a lot of people have got in touch and say they've never had a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Jacob says, I've never blown my nose. It just that's, it that's just not, doesn't work. That's he not says, true. "You've never blown your nose." That can't be um, right. Uh, 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 Mr. Plough says, "I've never got through a day without you being on Talksport." Thank you very much, Mr. Nice. Jim has never ridden a bike. Really, never felt the need or had the desire. Yeah, the so. moose has never watched an episode of The Simpsons and has now definitely gone out of his way. I mean, that takes some doing. It's a great it's testi- It's a great testimonial for The Simpsons. It certainly is, is. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You'll be very familiar with that. Christian O'Connor had an incredibly successful broadcasting career in this country. He was a, a successful stand-up comedian too, but he took a big life punt. He threw it all up in the air and he went to Australia and, and basically. Ruin my marriage by doing it. But we'll, <laughs> well get on to that. We'll get on to that. Um, he has now written a book about his experiences. No one listens to your dad's show, which maybe gives you an idea of what the initial reaction was like in Oz. Uh, Christian O'Connell joins us now from Melbourne. Good afternoon, Christian. What an intro. Max accuses me of ruining his marriage. Have you ever, ever, ever set up another guest like that ever in any interview? Yeah. No, one else ruined, no, one else has, no one else has ruined my marriage. Until we get Chris Martin on, no one else will have ruined my marriage. <laughs> and also, look, talk sport listeners are obviously not going to know who I am because obviously when I was doing radio um, in the UK, I was up against Alan Brazil yeah. and there's only Alan Brazil. I mean, Alan Brazil once said on air, uh, he, he said, you know, about one o'clock when I'm driving home, I do like a bit of, uh, you know, classic FM. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Al. Thanks, mate. Such a company man. Such a company man. Um, anyway, the, we've, we've both really enjoyed the book. It's a, it's a really, oh, uh, it's, a, it's a, an interesting read. It was a really bold thing that you did to sort of up sticks and go and do what you do in another country. A country, I think it's fair to say, yeah. there is a fair bit of animosity towards oh, uh, I English don't know. people. I you know, it's one thing when you go you, when you go on holiday somewhere, right? And you go, we, we've all done that where, you know, it's like a couple of days in your holiday, wherever you go to, Portugal, Spain, where you go to your missus after a couple of drinks one evening. Do you know what? I could live here. <laughs> so friendly, aren't they? Because you're on holiday, you're in a good mood. You know, you're not worried about taking the kids to school, doing the, picking up the, you know, going to the doctors. You don't have any of that mundane stuff in your life. And so... You know, suddenly when you move somewhere, right, and you're in your mid-40s and you're like, you see a couple of episodes of Escape to the Sun. And you think, oh, it'd be really nice to go to Australia, the land of no worries. And then when you get here and you realize, oh, God, there's loads of worries. What have I done? And 
there's a strange relation between England and Australia. I mean, look at the ashes. Mm. That doesn't exist in any other sport. And so they really didn't want to hear an English guy on the radio in the morning at breakfast time. They were really like, it was just like, like a backlash that I've never experienced in my life. It was hate mail um, every day. At the end of the first week, someone emailed me to say, no one invited you. And it was like, you know, oh, oh, that really cuts to you, right? I've heard all manner of heckles doing stand-up over the years in London, but actually someone emailing you saying no one invited you. That's like being at school, mm. that kid, you know, that your mum made and you invite to your birthday party who had no mates. You know, someone goes, no one invited you. We've had to invite you. It's <laughs> oh, it's really hard. So, yeah, the, the, the first year they hated me. And then after that, they kind of like, they've taken to me. Mm. Um, but it's, it's been an amazing three years. I've been very lucky. It's great in your mid-40s to have a, a kind of second act to your life. And I love doing radio in the UK. I miss it. But I'd reached that point in my life where um, I've been really lucky and I wanted a new challenge. Mm. Uh, I, just, I didn't realise that this was too much of a challenge. In the first year, was like maybe I should have done a smaller challenge. It's always all the comfort zone, you know, because it's really comfortable. Why did I leave that in my mid forties? But uh, it's been great, you know. Now three years living out here, the kids are sort of you know fourteen and sixteen. You know, they they love it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a great. I, I'm enjoying it. It's a great adventure. I mean, that's, that's what the, life should. That's the issue, Chris. My wife is from Melbourne. She'd quite like to live yeah, in Melbourne, I and I have said an English accent won't work over there. I wouldn't be successful. And now an English man has gone over there yes. and been successful. Yeah, That's yeah. not useful you know to I am. me, Christian. You know, you go to the zoo and they got that rare foreign exhibit that's like a novelty. Come see the Sumatran <laughs> yeah. gorilla or whatever. I'm the rare foreign exhibit in the zoo that is Australia where they all go. Like in the first year, I would just go into a bar and I'd order like beers and people would go, Are you the English guy on the radio? <laughs> And I go, oh, how do you know? And there's only one English guy on the radio in all of Australia. <laughs> and it was it was just so spooky. They were mm. just like, you know, why have you come here? A lot of people all presumed I'd escaped some sort of sex scandal. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you heard about Christian? What's happened? He's had yeah. to go to Australia. Yeah, and then right, I, yeah. I bumped into a listener once who just said, oh, my God, you're in Australia. I've, I've always wondered. I just mean you got sacked. What happened to you? I went, it's not like I've been in witness protection program. I've been hiding <laughs> in plain view. You know, I, I, I yeah. just, I just, I just moved to the other side of the world doing, doing radio here. But, but it, um, it's amazing. It did come from, I mean, the, the kind of root of this really. It comes from a fairly dark mm. place. After years and years of doing live radio and taking it in your stride and enjoying it, you started having panic attacks throwing up before shows. And it, it was a bit of an epiphany for you, wasn't it? I mean, it, it kind of led to therapy and, and th this kind of process that led you to, to, as you said, that second act moving to Oz. Yeah, it did. It was about sort of seven years ago. And by then I've been doing, doing you know, breakfast radio for 20 years and stand up for longer than that. And uh, I'd never had any fear around that area of my life. And so suddenly it felt really cruel to suddenly have no, with no warning, have panic attacks. I don't have before anything like that before in my life. Right before, about 20 minutes before doing the radio show. And uh, it was awful because I, I had to, I, I would just walk out the radio station and I, I just couldn't do it. And it felt so cruel because like, in, in that area of my life, that was my thing. I, I loved, I've always loved doing radio. And so it was like, why, why that? Why can't I have these anxiety attacks before going to boring dinner parties or family get together, <laughs> family get together? I can't, guys, I just, it just sets me off. It's very triggering for me. And that's my livelihood. My skill set is like any of us who do this, right? There's, there's nothing else. 
And so my wife said, look, maybe it's just that you're not going to do live radio anymore. Maybe you could retrain to do something else. Like you've always said you want to be a hairdresser. And I did a couple of times, but it was like one of those things. I said, I can't stop being that apprentice washing hair at 45 <laughs> at Tony and Guy's in Bermondsey. You know, go, didn't you used to be on the radio? What happened to you? I, I said, you know, it's just a midlife crisis. I just want to wash hair. Like, you know, when Daniel Day-Lewis quit acting and went to become a cobbler in Southern mm. Ireland. It's, it's, it's all right for him. It's just like, this is all I can do. This is all my skills. There is radio. There's there's no other wiggle room. And so I had to go and get help. And I hated that. I'll be really honest. I was just like that first, didn't just walk in to go and see a therapist. I was like, oh, John, really? This isn't for me. And, but actually it's the best thing I ever did. I couldn't go, to, I couldn't do the radio show. And that was my thing. And I thought, I've always just loved They're the mm. best jobs in the world. Yeah. And did so you... I could, and I learned a lot and I grew through it. And, and then I realized actually what went probably going on for a couple of years, if I'm really honest, is that I'd actually just become a bit stuck in my life. And mm. I think a lot of people, when you get into your forties, didn't you guys feel like that suddenly stuff gets really real? Like everything that worked beforehand just gets a bit loose and like, oh God, you do the mash. You're in the second half of your life. Yeah. And then you're like, has all the exciting stuff happened now? And you're just waiting for your kids to just eventually, every birthday, they get nearer one step to leaving you. And you're like, what's more heartbreaking than that? And then you went, oh, my God. It's like you wake up one day and you go, wait, what? I die? No one <laughs> told me this. And so it was all that going on. I was, I was actually, we've always loved Australia. You know, what would that be like if we moved to Australia and I did a radio show? And so that's what it started from. Oh. So now I can look back seven years later and go, actually, what was a kind of breakdown, really? Mm. Um, and I never talked about it publicly. I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed. And then when my kids were having troubles over here, and I kept saying, well, you know what? Vulnerability is very human. It's, it's human to struggle. And one of my daughters said, what do you know? And it really made me think, because I'd never told them about it. I'd never mm. told my mum and dad or my best friends or anyone at the radio station. And so I did start to tell them about it. And then I thought, if I write a book about, you know, survive in the first year and a half here then i'll tell the proper story of why it wasn't why i moved like i you know fled thinking it'd be all right over here but it kick-started some some big changes in my yeah. life and my life's the better for it you know I'm, my kid my kids are as well it's changed our relationship knowing that this happened it's told them a story because life is hard but also you can grow through it it doesn't need to define or limit you and i got to go to australia and and uh, i survived the first year it was like a cricket team an english cricket team like the ashes mm. for a year it was relentless <laughs> but i got through it and the show bizarrely the show's been number one for a year and a half which is mm. a very australian reaction they went from we hate you to now you're number one i'm like there's no middle ground here and they're like no it'll always be one or the other how how are you feeling about the euros how could you know it's the middle of the night for you christian isn't it i will be um like this is i don't know if you, i think actually you guys would be proud but i found a, a dodgy online site a couple of weeks ago right i was getting really excited about euros and obviously i miss mum and dad and all my mates because actually we can't get back because of covid we i, I can't get back i've never missed a pub a british pub more than right now the euros because mm. it takes you back to euro 96 and all those england games i still remember where i was i can remember it's a terrible thing to say I remember more than my wedding, Euro 96, the England-Scotland game. I was in Bournemouth. 
I'd gone away for a weekend with a mate down there. So before I got married, it was in 1996 and it was a glory summer. You know, people like you, you and I, Max, we're never going to know what it's like to win a World Cup, sadly, I don't think. But in fact, even though we didn't win the Euros Paul hasn't won the World Cup, I just really? point out. Well, no, you know. sorry. Sorry, I just presumed, I just yeah. presumed looking yeah. at these well, days, you, you know, look like you played. Like, I don't like to talk. Have you looked down the squad in 66? <laughs> Were you in it? All right. Thank no, you for no, your yeah. service. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More Charlton, Wilson, Hawksby. Hawks, sorry, yes. George. Sorry, yes, George. Hawksby, <laughs> a nuggety left back. You can name. Well, I always saw you as a starting eleven. Yes, a nuggety kind of gnarly <laughs> left back as I would have seen you. But yeah, I. Uh, it makes me nostalgic for Euro '96 when it was like England then, and you're younger, and it was the '90s. It was. It was just an amazing time to be an England fan, and we were brilliant. We were just brilliant. Gaza, and you know, it was all that. And so, I found online a replica. Euro 96 shirt and so that is what I'm going to be wearing at midnight what an intimidating thug I'm going to look in Australia <laughs> you know and and so me and a couple of English guys I've met you love this it's all on Facebook these days I found a Facebook group there's a Facebook group for everything right of uh, England soccer fans in Melbourne mm. and where uh, a couple of them are coming round, they're gonna they're gonna oh, watch great, the really? game together. So in our in England, <laughs> one of them's got an England '66, you know the, the the classic red one. So we're gonna look like some sort of far right group that are meeting up in <laughs> Melbourne in Australia. We're probably gonna get arrested by the authorities here, but we will be. I got a feeling that we're gonna be uh, doing an all nighter. But yeah, I can't I can't wait. Really? I'm I'm really excited. Now, are you guys confident? What's the mood in England? Well, I mean, it, it's incredibly confident. Yeah. You know, it's almost like we haven't looked at the French squad and uh, or indeed the Portuguese. <laughs> we're Are we just looking at Scotland? Yeah, we're yeah. joint favourites and we shouldn't be. We've got some great yeah. young players. We've got some great young players. And, and you know, Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. This is how long I've been out of England. We're joint favourites. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, but we shouldn't be. No way. We shouldn't be. <laughs> it's Boris. Who said that? Boris Johnson. Just to try and distract. I think going on. <laughs> Christian Has he Sir come out number 10 this week and gone, guys, listen, just, just, can we just focus on what we're joint favourites? To be fair, he no forgot, the stats. He, he's forgotten that Wales were in it yesterday. He so did. I'm not sure. He said England, Scotland <laughs> and other home notions are available. He's, he's class act, isn't he? What are they called? Which one is it? Oh, tip of the tongue, tip of the tongue. The, the dragon ones. Yeah. Uh, Christian, <laughs> we're, we're out of time. It's been lovely to talk to you. Uh, we'll let you get to bed what now. What else you got to do? I mean, I know your show. There's no we've just. Yeah, we've what have you got? <laughs> what have we got? Paul Lintz and got some Emmanuel Manny Power to do. Somebody who's actually won a World Cup. <laughs> we've got, as of, apart from, we can talk about our medals, me and, me and Manu. Well, of course you can, yeah. yeah. Christian, no, we, we love the book. It's it's a great read, and we, we, you, we continued success over there. And thanks I'm happy very much to be your um, Euro correspondent. Yeah. <laughs> the, let's get the Aussie okay. angle on it. Aussie view with yes, Christian O'Connor. Yes, nice yes, one. We'll do that. Brilliant. Cheers, mate. Take care. Thanks, best. guys. Lovely to chat to you. See you later. That's uh, uh, Christian O'Connell there. No one listens to your dad's show, something that was uh, said at school to uh, one of his kids in those early days. But as you've heard, he's turned them around. But it is a fascinating story and a really entertaining, funny read and is available in hardback now. It's Paul Hawksby and Max Rushton here on TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We spoke to Paddy Power a little bit earlier on. He admitted he'd, he'd been given a... England, half England, half Ireland football shirt, which is not going to be popular in concoction. You won't be wearing that, I wouldn't think, in the centre of town. Mm. But anyway, uh, he's done it for a reason, and uh, he had to tell us a bit more about that. He's Paddy himself and former uh, Palace, uh, Ireland, and Hull City defender Damien Delaney. Good afternoon to you both again. Good afternoon, gents. You're right. Yeah, we're not so bad, Damien. Um, so there is there's a vested interest in uh, Irish football fans in getting behind England in this tournament, thanks to Paddy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, bit of, bit of a bold um, kind of statement to be asking Irish people to be cheering for England, um, but myself and uh, and Eamon Dunphy have decided to to get behind this campaign. That every time England score a goal at the Euros. Uh, Paddy's going to donate 10 grand to a kitty and that kitty's going to go towards uh, helping out grassroots football in Ireland. Damien, I mean, it is a good cause and it goes to a good thing. How how have your friends and family reacted to you suggesting you are supporting England? And when the cameras are off and England are playing, what will your heart actually tell you? Well, I suppose technically we're not asking them to support England. We're just kind of asking to, to, to have a little cheer every now and again when they score. <laughs> right. Just, that sounds you know, like support to me. So it's like a 5-4 five, five, defeats. That's <laughs> what you want, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 5-4 defeat in the final and they score 20 goals. I'm not sure how Paddy would feel about that, like, but yeah. uh, that's what I'm kind of hoping for anyway. Yeah. It's funny because we didn't ask Damien to do this, but to be fair to me, he did get a, a Three Lions tattoo across his chest as well, which was nice as well, yeah. <laughs> Is there any... When they ask you, when your uh, head of mischief, Paddy, that you have during every tournament. Is there stuff they ask you to do and you say, no, no, I'm not doing that? Even You've gone too far this time, lads. Uh, the, normally, it's like the, the cutoff is usually if you're going to get arrested. So I'll, I'll actually give you a perfect... <laughs> if you have, like, a minute, I'll give you a perfect example of this, right? Because mm. this happened, and this is, this is just so typical of... Well, how it is probably a bit more grown up now, but back in the day. Remember the Nicholas Bentner Euros when we did the, the underpants thing? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So at that when, when was that? Whenever that whenever that was, right? So we that, that Euros, 2000 maybe. At that Euros, we um at the end of it, we were gonna go and 
try and present Sepp Blatter with the check for a hundred grand during the closing press conference, right? So this, 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 is, this is how well our organisation works. So we were on a, a leaving do for somebody on the lash, like, and everyone was there, the boss was there and everything like that. And we had this, myself and Ken Robertson, who's the, the main mischief man at the time, we, we had this, uh, this great idea. And the idea involved me getting a journalist's press pass, some, one of the Irish lads who's back. So we rang someone we knew. He came down to the pub to meet us. This is about 11 o'clock at night. Gave me his pass. Like he had ginger hair and glasses. He looked nothing like me, but <laughs> this, is gonna, this is how he's going to fly over. And we're flights booked for the next day. And then uh, I was going to go over and Ken had managed to get a check made up that would wrap around my leg and I'd be able to take it out from under my trousers then and it would then expand to a giant check. And I was just to walk up and then stand there with the check and then get thrown out or whatever. And then we, thankfully, the boss, the CEO, decided to check it with the uh, the lawyers, mm. and the the lawyers are here, like, Jesus, he'll get, he's, it's it's completely illegal over there. He'll get thrown in jail. We'd probably he'd probably be in jail for eight to ten weeks before we can get him out and get him back. And they still discussed whether to do it or not. So, that's, <laughs> yeah, is Dave, Damien, are you, uh, Damien, are you checking your contract right now? Yeah, just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I live, I live, where I'm from in, in in Ireland as well, down in in Cork. Like it wouldn't go down too well, you know. We're um, very, very uh, proud of our Irish uh, roots and our, and our and our history. So for me to be having to to ask Irish people to be cheering for for England every time they score, which was a caveat, is that the money does go to a good cause, and mm. it is a bit tongue in cheek. So it's not too bad. And as you said, they don't have to win, do they? I mean, they, you know, they, if they can score lots of goals and lose, it's, it's probably perfect from your point of view. So that that's that's another way around. Funny, though, the, one of the, my favourite things about and this is obviously a, a bit of crack as well, tongue in cheek. Because over here, a lot of talk, as you can imagine, is Grealish and Rice. You know, the fact that oh, they, yeah, they could, be, could have played for Ireland. Like, I mean, it's, to be honest with you, it's kind of that story's been done to death. But now, because the Euros is coming up, it's all over the radio again. So we have a backstabbers bonus. If, uh, <laughs> yeah. if if either of those two score a go, it's actually we're going to double it to twenty grand rather than ten. So we can cheer for them extra. <laughs> now, Damien, I've spent a lot of time discussing on air and off air your fantasy dinner party from the uh, Crystal Palace program a while back of Keith Richards. Joseph Stalin, Genghis Khan, Chairman Mao, and Napoleon. It's a tremendous dinner Jeez, party. How much of a night there? There's a lot. There's a lot of murder in there. Isn't what's Keith Richards of, doing there? A despot. Um, how much did you get? A good reaction to that dinner party, um, Damien? Yeah, like I mean, I didn't like that was done as a, a kind of a tail end question to an interview that I was doing, and there wasn't a, a whole pile of thought went into it. But I, I do have a, a fascination with um, historical leaders, and I've read a, an awful lot of books, and obviously Keats. My hero, you know, so um, he was number one, and then I kind of I think I said uh, Mo was the second one. I thought, oh, I'm going to throw in a load of um, historical leaders or despots, or whichever way you want to, to, to look at it. But I, I didn't think it would get the traction that it got, um, but a lot of people seemed to have got a, got, got a good kick out of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I genuinely was being serious. Though, you just don't want, I love, don't, I love the, the, you don't want to be the wine to be corked. Do you? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, exactly. Decent back four. I didn't mean, I, 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 <laughs> Uh, who'd be playing at fullback? I mean, probably he's a bit too short, Napoleon. He'd, I imagine he's left back, don't you? He's like the Alan Wright. Of he'd dictators. be like the Alan Wright of, of despots. <laughs> yeah, so we got Cher- Chairman Maui or Messi. He's, he's kind of, uh, I imagine he's in the middle. Probably. And yeah. Keith Richard, yeah. he can play where he likes. Genghis in a free roll. Genghis yeah. in, just, just sitting in front of the back. Oh, yeah, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Andy Jacobs' birthday spread on Talk Sport. With Paddy Power. Get a completely free £5 bet builder on every England group game. Check paddypower.com for more details. Pre-match bets only. Min 2 plus legs. Must have previously deposited min £5. Max one free bet per customer. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Begumbleware.org. 
Andy Jacobs' birthday spread. How much is it? Is he being? Are you doing the trails now? You're in the pocket of big. In the pocket of big birthday spread. Peter G. Fifty quid. It's official. It's official now. So if it you know gets sold to America, it's all mine. The rights. Jeff Peters has flounced off after that. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon to you, chaps. It's going to be a little bit more complicated today. Yeah, we got Paddy in the mix. Paddy Powers joining us. Hang on, no one's no. The phone hasn't rung, Jeff. What's going on? He's not in the nerve centre. He's not in the nerve centre. He's in the other. He's in the Ante room. Oh, right. So, um, the, the way it works is this is an exhibition. Think of it the way FIFA do the Dutch second division, where they do they try kick-ins and shirts and skins and rush goalie. So that's how we're treating it today. It's just a bit of fun. It's an exhibition. Paddy's going to join in. Does it work as a three-way game? It barely I'm, works I'm, as a two-way game. I'm furious game. about the whole thing. I know you are. You're such oh, a well, purist. You're a purist. Honestly, <laughs> such a purist. he wins. It'll, it'll oh, watch sorry, three sorry, people this, every week. This, Andy Jacobs uh, accusing someone of moaning there. Was that just <laughs> exactly. to be clear? Well, that's all I've heard all after. Afternoon. We're even going to have half time. Paddy, good afternoon again. Hello, Paddy. He's not there. Oh, he's That's not there. Looks like they are going to have a game <laughs> after all that. We've got into. I'm in exhibition mode now, so whatever happens is not on. Oh, really? Game. Is that no, right? Of course not. I'm here, hear. lads. I was looking, for, looking uh, forward to a bit of pre-match, Nick. He was on okay. mute. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. So we're yeah, with you, Paddy. We so yeah, you've just got to guess people's birthday. We trust you don't. A cheat, we think you're an honest man. So, um, mm. I mean, you're a bookmaker, you're bound to be yeah, an honest exactly. man. So, <laughs> so it's Pele often joins us at this point, doesn't he? So, I'll kick us off. We just again because it's the Dutch second division equivalent, I'm going to start as the winner from last week. Do whatever you like. Okay, no, look, just you, just relax, <laughs> Max. For once in your life, relax when you play the birthday. Oh, Here we go, Andy. What's the first place? going to flounce off in a minute. <laughs> it's a very happy birthday to the singer. Nancy Sinatra, Nancy Sinatra, wow. Frank's daughter, of course, yeah. Nancy. And uh, she's got a new business making bespoke football footwear oh, yeah. for the England team. She's just had a special pair made for the first choice right back. <laughs> there we go. These boots were made for Walker. <laughs> These boots were made for Walker. Beautiful. <laughs> Good thing is, Andy, I can really concentrate on the jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've got to be getting on, Nancy. What, she's about 75. I'm going to go 75, Nancy Sinatra. Maybe that's a bit much. But, um, Paddy, what do you think? Frank Sinatra's got to be about... Is he dead? I was oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good <laughs> start. <laughs> I'm feeling quite confident today. Yeah, so in theory, about 100, right? I don't know, I'm guessing. So, like that, so he's, I guess he probably started knowing Sinatra. Well, not that I knew him, but I guess he started young enough, but maybe... Mm. I'm going to go... 72. 72, okay. 77. Okay, what's this, what was it, Andy? She's a very surprising 81. 81, wow. Yeah, I was flabbergasted. I can't yeah. believe it. That one, yeah. no, so pray for Jeff with three players. Yeah, go on, Jeff. What's that done no, yeah, scores? <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't catch Max's guess. 77. 77. He just tossed it away, basically. So Max is in the lead on four. Paul is on six. And Paddy is on nine. Six, six nine. Okay. Um, Max, okay. you might as well go first this time. Or do you want Paddy to go? Paddy can go Paddy first. Paddy and then we'll go round like that. Okay, okay. next one, Andy. Okay, very happy birthday to the fine cricketer, fine bowler, Derek Underwood. Derek Underwood. And uh, we were sharing a stall in a local market when it started to bucket down. I had to move inside under cover, but despite the floods, Derek kept on selling. He always thrived on a wet pitch. There we are. Yeah, (laughs) beautiful. Yeah, uncovered pitches. Um, So, uh, Paddy, uh, Derek Underwood, are you aware of his work? I genuinely have never heard of Derek okay. Underwood. So. <laughs> this could be he wasn't, oh, he, he wasn't in any way related to the lads who played rugby for England, no? No, not at all, no. No clues here. No clues. Such a purist. What do you think, Paddy? Okay. I think if, if he was more recent, I'd have heard of him. Hmm. 
if he was like you know proper legend no, maybe sorry maybe he is i think yeah. i think i might he have heard a of him legend. <laughs> <laughs> but he's probably 120 no, i think he's gonna be i'm just gonna go for 50 somewhere in the middle 50 okay 50 okay. uh max you want to go next <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess try, I'm not close Can I try a Paul Hawksby? <laughs> I think he's a little bit older than he is. I'm not entirely sure, but I'm going to say about 81. Okay. I think he might be a touch younger, but not much. 70, 77 deadly. Oh, very good, Paul. 76. Okay, yes. right. Just missed it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that done to the scores, Jeff? <laughs> So Paul is in the lead on seven, mm. Max is on nine, and Paddy on, he's doing it, Max really, he's on 35. 35, but there's still plenty of time to bounce back. Max is first this time, Andy, yeah, what's the next one? Uh, the fine actor from the Chinese detective, David Yip. David yeah. Yip. And unsurprisingly, we were supposed to be playing together in a big charity golf tournament when his whole family turned up and insisted <laughs> on staying with us. Yeah. I couldn't play because I had the yips. Hey! <laughs> what do you think, Max? Now, <clears throat> I don't know David Yip. It was a TV show, Chinese Detective. Okay, so I'm going to say it was he probably... Played a- Chinese detective. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, we're much, much more literal TV titles in those days. You knew where you stood. We weren't as bright as we are now. Uh, David Yip is 78. 78. Okay. Um, I'll go. Shall I go next? I'd say he's probably a bit younger, but not much. Uh, maybe I'll go 69. What do you think, Paddy? I had 72 in my head, but I'm actually going to be smart and go 68 in case okay. he's way younger. Just 68, playing snookers Ooh, well, now. Well, he's, he's 70. Okay. Oh, what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Uh, Paul is on 8, Max is on 17, and Paddy on 37. 37, okay. Um, so, next time I'll kick off again. Andy? Yes, it's the Archbishop of York, uh, recently retired in last year, the Most Reverend John Centemu. Yeah. John Centemu. Chelsea fan, yeah? He's a massive Chelsea fan. <laughs> he loves it when the crowd sing his name. One man Centemu, <laughs> Centemu a meadow. <laughs> John, um, John Centemu, I'll kick us off. Uh, 80, 84. What do you think, Paddy? Yeah, I'm guessing there's no kind of retiring at 65 when you're the Archbishop of York so I'd say it's I'd say it's just because he's whatever he's pretty get, getting on there a bit so I'm going to go even older I'm going to go 92 okay <laughs> I think what do you say is he I said 84 I think he's 82 no he's surprisingly young he's 72 oh sorry John sorry John sorry John yeah you're reverend he'll be calling up definitely not listening that's us in trouble <laughs> yeah so what's that done to the scores Jeff uh, I think I'm following it. It's Paul 20, Max 27, and Paddy 57. 57, okay. He's never played the game before. Give him a break. We might get an Irish one. No, this one. I think yeah. this one will be good for Paddy, this one. And, okay. uh, it's, the, uh, it's the Israeli actress and supermodel, Bar Feli. Bar- Paddy knows her as well, Bar oh, yeah. Whenever we go racing together, she always insists we meet at 12.40. She's known as 20 to 1 Bar. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Bar Raffelli, the supermodel, Paddy. You move in those circles? Oh, no. Um, this is so embarrassing. Uh, Bar Raffelli, I'm going to say... Judging by the rest of the guests he's picked up, probably his from his own, like his kind of personal cachet of, of the kind of people he's interested in, they're all quite old. So um, I would say... Um, 68. Six, you're going 68, Bar Raffelli. Andy Jacobs' personal cachet of supermodels. <laughs> she does a lot of catalogue work, Bar Raffelli, these days. Mainly saga catalogues. Yeah. Um, Mr. Brightside said, awful treatment of birthday spread legacy fans. This is the thin end of the wedge, fully 
expecting future spreads to be broadcast <laughs> poolside from Dubai. <laughs> shopping. Shocking. Barafelli. I don't know. Bar- I don't know who Bar. <laughs> Sorry, shocking. I don't know who Barafelli is either. Okay. Do you know who she is? I've got a rough supermodel. idea. She's a supermodel. Yeah. Okay. So your supermodels are either going to be twenty-five or your sort of Naomi Campbell era so yeah i'll go about i'll go 51 51 okay um i think she's still kind of um in the modeling game oh, okay. but maybe at the top <laughs> end with respect about 37 i'm gonna go for andy very good she's 36 uh, you see you can't this is absolute greatness here <laughs> no, i never thought of that i never thought that i was yeah that supermodel might be young Paddy. Years ago or yeah <laughs> So what's it down to the scores, Jeff? At half time, because we're having a half time. Well, Pad, Paddy's so bad, it makes my score look less embarrassing. But I'm my score today is my score is terrible today. Okay, well let's let's see what the scores are as we head into into half time. Well, Paul is one out for the third time, yeah. so very clever play. Paul is on twenty one. Yeah. Max is on forty two, mm. and Paddy is on. Oh dear God. 79. 79. Okay, so we leave it there. Can Paddy fight back? Can Max edge his way back into contention? Um, we'll find out. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Welcome back to the second half of the birthday spread. Exhibition mode. Uh, Paddy some, Power's playing. Yeah, some reactions too. Says no tension, no competition, no point. I give the European birthday spread league 48 hours before apologies and withdrawals start. <laughs> uh, Anthony says, Paul Hawksby in the exhibition is like a 50-year-old Maradona. Out of shape, barely trying, but nobody can get anywhere near. <laughs> Him. And Maz in Kingston says, according to my spreadsheet, uh, Paddy's actually on 89, not 79. Jeff, is that right? 89? Um, that was suggested, <laughs> yes. That long I'm not sure it's going to matter, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, no. yeah, it would matter if you were winning, Paddy, yeah. but there we are. So, well, it's only halfway. It's only halfway. It's only Let's halfway. see what happens. Uh, let's crack on. We've got five. We're going to have to rattle through these boys. We've only got about five minutes left. Take it away, Andy. Okay. Uh, happy birthday to uh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And uh, he's been doing some very interesting landscape gardening recently, getting rid of some replacement plants and reverting to his original ones. Yes, he's going back to the future. Oh, that's oh, beautiful. Very good. Paddy, you can kick us off with this. So, Michael J. Fox, the fine actor. I'm confident that yeah. Michael J. Fox is 60. Okay, that's, that's pretty good, good. Work, Paddy. Very confident. Yeah, I think you're about right. I'll go 62. Okay, um, I'll go 61. S. Hauser in Snookers. Peter Ebden situation. It's Paddy's most successful guest so far. He is 60. Well done, well done Paddy. Paddy. Yes. I, I genuinely didn't even cheat. I did consider it, but I didn't cheat. <laughs> I did consider it. What's that done to the scores, Jeff? Uh, Paul, you are on 22, Max 44. And yes, I have re-looked at Paddy's scores and he is on 89. So he stays on 89. Right. Well done. Just to, okay. just to confirm, I got a zero there. Yes, yeah. well done, Paddy. So back to That's me, true. is it? First, yep. He has got, he has got time to Google it when I'm doing He won't do that. He's, no, he's better than that. Well, hopefully he hasn't Googled okay. it so far, because yeah. otherwise... <laughs> he's very bad. He can't read. Guy read. Yeah. He hasn't mastered the internet yet. Okay, Andy. It's uh, Sir Tom Jones. Sir Tom oh. Jones' birthday, yes. We played in the same charity football team for years. An incredible side. We could never win away. Not We didn't win once away. Oh, no wow. wonder Tom preferred the green, green grass of home. Indeed. Uh, what is Sir Tom? He's got to be... He's an incredible Nick, isn't he? He's got to be in his 80s. 80, 82, I'm going for. Uh, well, I'd had 81 in my mind. I was thinking okay. 81. 81, 82. What do you think, Paddy? I'd be a little bit more... I, I know like he's, he looks very young, should we mm. say. Yeah. Uh, I'd say 77. Okay. What is it? Uh, he's 
81. 81. That's okay. what you said, wasn't That's it, That's what Max? I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Max stays on 44. I, I can work that one out, uh, Jeff. Um, I go on to 23. What did I say? I said, yeah, yeah you're 23. 23. <laughs> Let yeah. Jeff do the scores. Sorry, Jeff. Sorry, mate. You, just, you do your thing. <laughs> uh, Paul, 23. Yeah. Max, 44. And Paddy, 93. 93. Okay, okay. Max is first then. Yeah. Okay, Max is yeah. the managing director of Lotus Cars, Matt Windle. Matt Windle. And uh, I was working in a car wash when the late George Formby tried to push in front of Matt in the queue. I said to George, you know, you have to wait when I'm cleaning windows. When I'm cleaning windows, yeah. Okay. Um, don't trust anyway, that was this afternoon's show. Um, so Max, I'll see Matt you in a week is... and a bit now. Oh, yeah, have a good time. Yes, we're on a little road trip next week. Paddy, but you, you are think? back on Saturday, aren't you? Saturday, yeah, 10 o'clock, and then Sunday, 10 o'clock from Wembley Box Park with... Perry Groves and Darren Ben. Nice one. Just getting increasingly nervous. That's when ahead of cool. the yeah, get a bit yeah. buddy. Well, yeah, <laughs> so hopefully the next time I see you, you're going to be cruising yeah, in the group. Yeah, it's coming up. It certainly is. So, 62. Here we are. We're back I'll to one myself. 50. We are out and about on our little road trip from tomorrow. Oh, okay. Good But thanks for listening. What's that done the scores, Jeff? We might not get through 10. It's that much of an exhibition. Oh, come on. You've got to have them. We've got to have them. I've done the work. Okay, we just need ages then in a minute then. So, what's the scores, Jeff? Uh, well, Paul, you are one out for the sixth time wow. out of eight. Uh, you're on 24, Max is on 50, and Paddy is on 105. Okay. 105, so, yeah. 50. No, no gassing from the guests. I'm now. serving Just... underarm, basically. Here we go. Um, okay, yeah. it's it's the actor Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Yeah. You probably know his sister Kay. She's a real fatalist. Yeah. Hey, beautiful. Michael Sarah. Yeah. You, am I, is it me first? Uh, or is it... Uh, yeah, you first. It's go me on, first. Um, 30. Uh, 30, 35, I'm going with. Uh, it's not bad. 37. 35, 37. Uh, 34. What is it? <laughs> Good, Paddy. He's 33. 33. Wow. That's a tremendous uh, Another one scoring. back. Another one back. Yeah, he's creeping back into the game. He's getting the hang of it now. It's too late. So, what's that done? The scores, Jeff? Paul, 26. Max, 54. Paddy, 106. 106. So, should okay. I... I have to go first again this time, because it's the last one. Well, there's two to go, isn't there? Is it? That's, that's no, it was Last one. Here we go, then. Andy. Last one of the day. It's the ballet dancer and choreographer, Benjamin Millipede. Benjamin <laughs> Millipede. Really? And uh, last year on his birthday, I offered to take him out and buy some shoes. Cost me an absolute fortune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Benjamin Millipede. What a sensational name that is. Are you is. aware of him, Max? Yeah, yeah, of course. Love his work stuff. Do you, do you know him? Sort Paddy of. Benjamin Millipede, has he, has he got an account with you? Or do you know him? No, he's just, <laughs> just, I'm just a big big fan of the ballet. Yeah, yeah I've seen him at Cheltenham. I've got a kick off of him. You go first, yeah. one. I haven't got a clue. 86. Okay, I'll go... 45. Okay. Uh, see, I thought this was my chance. I was hoping you are going to go high and I was going to go really low then to give me a chance to grab it all back. I'll go somewhere in the middle. You could say it's three. Yeah. <laughs> 60. 60. He is, in fact, 45. Oh, 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 it it counts. It counts. With a direct hit. But is it enough to win it? Is it enough to win it? I think it is. Is it oh, enough, oh. Jeff? Have you worked it out yet? It's one out, actually. No, he yes, said four, uh, it's 45. He said 45. 45, 44. Oh, okay. he's 40, 44. Oh, he's 44, okay. So Max is one out. Yes. Paul is 42 out. Yeah. Paddy, 16 out. So the scores are Paddy on 122. Yeah. Max on 55. Yeah. 
Paul on 68 matches the win. It was only an exhibition, though, Max. It's 194. I think you'll find it isn't. Look, Paul really cares about this. We'll have to take it to Cass. Paddy, you're a great sport. Thanks for playing. Thanks for taking part. Do I get a certificate around there? Yeah, you do. We'll send you one. You get a little red badge to put on your swimming trunks as well. You can sew it on. Brilliant. Cheers, Paddy. We'll catch up with you during the tournament. Good. All the best. Take care. Enjoy it. Be good. There's Paddy Powell. I hope you enjoyed today's show. There's the birthday spread. Why did I do that last week with the Tory MP? I know. Damn but it. 45. That's two direct hits on last no, one. It was 44. It was 44. Oh, okay. Benjamin that's still, Millipede. That's still pretty impressive. Why don't you boy. check out his choreography? Honestly, yeah, the boy well. Millipede. Sensation. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again uh, tomorrow from one. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great evening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.